Folks, and welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. I'm Eric Williams, and in the studio, the super team. Mung is here. Whoop. Greg is here. Hi. Taryn is here. Hello. And we are here with our 4th of July spectacular. And what a crazy week it's going to be on Cape Cod. This is when the engines get revving, the roads get filled, the beaches are packed with revelers. Oh, man, this is the quintessential time on Cape Cod, the 4th of July. Happy birthday, USA. Woo-woo. Rockets, red glare, and all that kind of stuff. Take a look at the tides coming up for this weekend. And you know we're very careful with the tides. We can explain everything about why they're so important. It's the moon. It's gravity. It's the earth. It's us together here on Cape Cod. We have afternoon high tides for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then on into the 4th of July week. Starting at about 1.30 on Friday. And about an hour later every day. High tide in the afternoon. And Mung, what does that mean for the swimmer on Cape Cod? Oh, high tide in the afternoon means that you can go to Cape Cod Bay and get in the water pretty quickly after parking and parking yourself on the sand. You don't have to deal with the massive flats that come at low tide at the bay, which means you have to kind of walk a far distance to get in the water. Oh. At high tide, you can just jump right in, right? That can be a lonely walk when it's low tide and you look out and you see somewhere the glimmering ribbon of water and it's, what, a mile away? Something like that on some of the flats on Cape Cod Bay and Dennis and Brewster? No one needs that. Greg, you're familiar with that, aren't you? Oh, it's awful. It's a horrible walk. Didn't they call you Kid Flats back when you were a kid? <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting. I mean, you're, 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 you're so tuckered out by the time you reach the water. And then once you reach the water, you have to walk like another mile to get up to your knees. You're practically in Plymouth. <laughs> At that point, you might as well have lunch in Plymouth and swim home. Totally. That's a fun thing, these tides, Taryn. Do you have tides in New Jersey? Of course we have tides. We have the Jersey Shore. Is that where, like, the wastewater treatment plants just let <laughs> things go into the ocean and then no, it comes back floating no, toward New no. Jersey? It's quite beautiful, despite the reputation. All right, all right, fine. So we have some lovely afternoon high I tides. must defend the flats a little bit, though, at low tide. There are some fun things that go on out there. You can find little uh, crustaceans and little uh, crabs and cool sea creatures. Also, on the big flats at low tide, you can kind of walk out there and have the space to yourself. The only challenge is uh, the mighty ocean tends to come in pretty quick and likes to gobble up and eat your chairs and your blankets. So you always have to keep an eye on the water that's coming uh, coming to shore. That's true. It is an active scene out on the flats, and it can be spectacularly beautiful. It's almost like Texas out there. You expect to see like a tumbleweed made of fish skeletons rolling by. <laughs> odd, odd. Uh, but this is also the time a lot of new people are coming back to Cape Cod. People are coming back for the first time this year. New vacationers. And a lot has happened. A lot of loyal people come to the Cape every 4th of July, every summer for a week, two weeks. Sometimes lucky the whole summer. But we've had a lot of changes on Cape Cod uh, over this past year. And I think folks coming back for their yearly adventure among us, welcome everybody, are going to see some things a bit different around our peninsula. Let's take a look at some of the things that have changed over the winter. Remember the winter, guys? We're trying to forget. We're trying to forget it. So long ago, I don't remember. Help me! That's the winter on Cape Cod. No, it's better than that. But one of the things that uh, was a casualty of all the storms and uh, the crazy waves and winds uh, that we had, Liam Snack Bar, famous for its onion rings at Nasset Beach in Orleans, is completely gone. Uh, It got just 
pretty much destroyed mm-hmm. during that storm session. We had several storms in succession. It was really rough, and eventually they decided we got to get rid of this thing. And now, one of the purveyor uh, of the of the world's finest onion rings is completely gone, and that is a. Sa- I'm devastated. <laughs> Biggest onion ring tragedy is ever to hit Cape Cod. Since when? What was the worst one before this? Since the beer batter debacle of 1947. Oh, that's right. That big thing spilled over, covering an entire, what, as an elementary school in batter. Oh, people were running and screaming everyone like you was, wouldn't believe. Everyone was okay, though. Don't worry. They were just kind of crunchy. <laughs> I think I uh, learned that in history class, yeah. Oh, boy. So that is sad, because what a snack bar. I mean, that was the kind of place you could go after they stopped uh, collecting sticker fees and stuff like that. Six o'clock, take a ride out to Nauset Beach in Orleans, one of the greatest strands on Cape Cod, and settle into a giant extra-large tub of Liam's onion rings made right there. Oh, man. All right, that's changed, but we can deal with it, right? Yeah, of course. You, we, we can deal with it. It's just onions, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, you can get them elsewhere. You gotta feel bad for uh, the owner, John Oman. We've interviewed him Great uh, guy. Uh, on our video uh, uh, projects over the past. Uh, but the good thing, uh, John Oman tells us that there could be, uh, you know, a reincarnation of uh, of Liam's at some point. I know that some folks are kicking around the idea of maybe some food trucks out there. So mm. potentially, uh, there could be uh, another presence for Liam's in some form. Yeah, right? and I think John, the owner, would not appreciate Taryn's callousness. Uh, in this matter. They're just onions. I I feel terrible now. I hope he's not listening to this. Oh, boy, that's tough. So that's gone. Uh, We've also lost Benny's, the store on Route 28. Is that Dennis Port, Greg? Tell me about Benny's. What was that all about? Oh, it was a great discount store. I have a great story. My, uh... Uh Uh-oh. Well, (laughs) my wheelbarrow was, like, decaying. It was rusting out. And um, the front wheel sort of popped. You know, we have to inflate it and all that stuff. And um, so I went. I went to Benny's and had to buy a new tire. So I bought a solid one, and it's yellow, and it's still on the wheelbarrow. Oh, I man. love that wheel. Wow. It's so great. This is so sentimental. That's a beautiful story about Greg's yellow really wheelbarrow. Wow. That's uh, and now if you needed a new one, you couldn't get it because Benny's gone. It's gone. That's where I, I got my bicycle and my lawnmower. Where am I going to get a solid wheel? They were helpful there. That was a fun place to shop. And R.I.P. Benny's. And they're redeveloping the property uh, into something we don't know yet, right? Or do we know? I don't know, but we'll certainly find that out. I think so. Uh, Tough. My lawnmower, beautiful lawnmower. Once that's kaput, that's it. I'm just letting the lawn grow. That's a protest for Benny. Benny's leaving. Boardwalk update. Now, this is huge. Oh, man, the storms this spring, what was it, March, the month yeah, of crazy? Yeah, right. March. Brutal. Like brutal three winds. storms in a row or something Trop- over a period yeah, of Tropical about- storm force winds at times. It was just rough, man. And so uh, two of the iconic boardwalks on Cape Cod, one is the Sandwich Boardwalk, which is just so lovely, kind of right outside the center of town off of Route 6A. Uh, just a great place to sort of reflect on the world and take a chance to walk all the way out to the beach or... Sometimes you see kids jumping off the little bridge there. You see people fishing for crabs. They put chicken legs on string. They dangle them into the water. The crabs grab the chicken, and they don't let go. You just pull them right up. They're so stubborn. Kind of like the lot of you. So anyway, (laughs) a sandwich boardwalk was just... uh, ripped up pretty good we were both out there i saw the end i walked out there one day wicked cold and the stairs to the beach were just over keeled on the side and just looking so sad the good news though about the sandwich boardwalk 
It's back, right? Mom? It, it's back, and we can say hooray! It is open to the public, and folks can now use the uh, boardwalk as we uh, get started into summer here and uh, How does have a good time. How does it look? Um, we uh, we saw pictures uh, earlier this week, and uh, yeah, it's looking good. Looking back to its old boardwalk. Now, I think you might need a, a sandwich sticker during sort of daytime hours. Does that sound right to you? Yes, yes, but you can go during the off hours. Uh, that's a nice place. And now the other great boardwalk, which might be my favorite of all the boardwalks on Cape Cod, is the Gray's Beach Boardwalk, known as the Bass Hole Boardwalk to some. Is that what it's called? And that is in Yarmouth Port, and that's off Route 6A. Lovely beach there, very tide-dependent beach, and this boardwalk that used to take you out, out into Cape Cod Bay. A real good long walk and a nice little sort of platform at the end where you could look at fish. You could look at people. I've seen people jump off that one, too, but that one's still in trouble. Yeah, that one not has not yet been open to the public yet. Uh, so a lot of folks are really waiting to hear an update about that so when they can go out on the uh, cool boardwalk and get a great view of uh, the back end of Chapin Beach out there. And it's gorgeous. perfect for sunsets. So now, Taren, we're crossing have, our fingers. Taryn, do they have boardwalks in New Jersey? They actually do. In my hometown, we have a very uh, special boardwalk because we have this giant lake, Lake Mohawk. And you can go on the boardwalk and do all fun stuff and people drive their boats up and then they have dinner on the boardwalk so yeah we got stuff in new jersey yeah, I don't, don't know. worry <laughs> i'm pretty skeptical about new jersey what do you guys think it's a tough place a place that would eat us up alive oh totally yeah. oh that's too bad i'm oh. scared of them don't they have the devils uh, that's the yeah. that's the devil that lives in the in the pine barrens <laughs> and that i don't know what happens there but there's also tough people like what would they say to us if like mung and greg and i went to new jersey and just started like Doing hula hoops or something like that, or no? Dance. That would be pretty normal. You think so? They yeah, would be I like, think... "Come with me." No, they might be like, "Hey, let me do that." You know? Oh, really? They would something like that. They wouldn't take us to some like New Jersey re-education camp where we had to no, learn to be tough no, and no, no. snap our fingers and fix cars. No, not at all. Because we can't do any of that. And just completely disappear one day. Oh, well, well, that might happen. Yeah. See, I told you. <laughs> There's always that threat. But no, we love New Jersey. We see a lot of New Jersey people here on Cape Cod. Welcome. Yeah, we always wave on the highway. Welcome. You do that, right, Taryn? You're so nice on the highway. You're... No. No, no. I'm like... <laughs> no expletives? Getting past everybody. No expletives. No, I'm actually... I'm very nice when I go by people. I'm like, excuse me. And so you're gritting go. your teeth, though, and it's exactly. an internal kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. But she has yet to see the uh, 4th of July uh, week traffic. Oh, on the Cape. man. Oh, dear. you got to find some <laughs> solitude brush. around the 4th of July. And, you know, you really got to make some plans to just stay off the roads as much as you can. Pick the events you want to go to and just sort of stay cool. Mm. Like this cool jazz music. Mm. Nice. Hey, Daddy-O, 4th of July, don't lose your mind. Finger snapping. We're here to help you. Uh, what else? Here's some good news. We've got a new bowling alley at the mall, but it's not just a bowling alley. It's one of those fantastic fun centers, and it has all sorts of things. Mung, you're always up on these things. Have you been there? Uh, I have visited Ten Pin Eatery. Yeah, they opened this spring at the Cape Cod Mall, so for the fir- for the first time in a while, you can uh, uh, now bowl at the mall. But it is a huge entertainment complex. They've got arcade games. They've got an escape room, and uh, they've got laser tag. All sorts of cool stuff. I, I have a question about this bowling thing, though. It's all candle pin bowling around here. Yeah, it's is small, this a small, normal small. Ball. Oh, well, Ten Pin uh, Eatery is uh, is what people refer to as the big balls, the Ten Pin. Uh, but yeah, there's 
there's a lot of a uh, candle pin around here, which you don't get over yeah, in uh, no, New Jersey. No, yeah, we just go for the real thing. That's oh, here fun. we go. <laughs> That's what here we, we go. Taron's bowling attitude. It's Here's, for the weak people, so you get the little balls. And the, the weak people, <laughs> the weak New Englanders, oh, in their oh, weak my. little states. Whoa. They're tiny little states full of weakness. My, gra- my grandfather wouldn't be uh, wouldn't like to hear that. His grandfather was a TV bowler on TV shows with candle pins, and he really? may have even won some cash. He once won a TV shows. for bowling a triple strike of candle pin. This was in like the 60s, man. That means wow. nothing How in New Jersey. How was he at regular bowling? Um, oh, you mean real bowling? I, I, don't th- I don't think he cheated on Candlepin. Straight up. How would you cheat in bowling? Like <laughs> run down the alley? And like, <laughs> <laughs> Someone would catch you. <laughs> right. The you thing, could use bumpers. That's cheating. The thing that uh, freaks me out about going to one of those entertainment bowling centers is like, oh, great food. Bring it over to your bowling alley. But you're bowling and bowling, and now you've got bowling hands, which are covered in, like, wax and and mm. shavings and stuff. And then you're reaching into the nachos, and your hands no, are all sticky bowling. The proper etiquette is you're supposed to eat with your non-dominant hand in a bowling alley. Oh. oh. Inside bowling tips. I, I like this. I was I in a bowling that. league. I was in a what? father-son bowling league with my father. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to point out that... I am his daughter. <laughs> oh man! This so is, really, this is classic. that's a key tip. Not yes. great. The non-dominant hand. Another uh, piece of etiquette here: when somebody else in the lane next to you is bowling, you're supposed to wait for them to finish their turn, and then you can go. You're never supposed to bowl at the same time as the person next to you. Ah. Yeah, but if you're like me, those those big balls are wicked heavy, so I have to like get down and hold them with two hands between my legs and just go. Ooh. So what, both what my hands. Call, like a granny shot. Be, a granny shot. You know a lot about bowling, Taryn. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. All right, so that's the good news about things that have changed since last year. And what's this, Mung, you give me this piece of paper? Rumors of Target coming? What's that all about? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we normally don't uh, report on any rumors here um, at the Cape Cod Times, but... Um, the uh, mall is going through some expansion um, to include two new retailers, which have not been announced yet, but in plans that they filed with the town, they have to, uh, you know, issue some schematics. And the photo that they used had had a had a business with a big red icon. It didn't really relate to Target, but it's 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 got a lot of people talking in town about no, no, whether, no. whether or not Target will come in. And it's still yet unannounced, uh, but definitely they do have plans to uh, re- uh, expand and revamp the Sears area of the mall. That big red ball is actually the kickball company. It's a store completely <laughs> devoted to kickballs, right? And we all... Ooh. Speaking of Sears, what what has happened to Sears? Why? Wasn't it a mighty company with it things that people needed? It was so dumb. Is it, is it not anymore? I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's like it looks like you it's, go in there and it's a bunch of zombies and maybe some Land's End stuff, which is all right. But there's nothing. It's sad. It's precipitous. It was a precipitous fall. What happened? What they, was Sears like back in the day, Greg? They were huge. Oh, Greg, I tell mean, us the story of Sears. I don't have any Sears stories, per se. Remember just... that time you needed the dishwasher and you went in there and the Kenmore appliance people were all just happy to see you? And... I actually, my parents ordered their first house through Sears. There are, there are like Not two really. Sears houses <laughs> right, that I know yeah. of on the what? Cape. You used, you used to be able to order a house. Sears sells houses? They yeah. used to sell houses that come on railroads, and then you'd have to put them together. And I guess it took months to put them together. Really? But there's one certified one in Provincetown up near the old high school, and I think there's one in Yarmouth. But that's weird. Imagine your house showing up. I'm not a handy guy. That would be... 
a bit overwhelming. That's like Christmas morning magnified by 50,000 million. Put it together. Here's a house. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's just like an erector set. You know, you kind of screw Don't get together. dirty, Greg, on this show. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about chafing last episode. So. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. We'll have to skip ahead on the chafing thing because I've been doing research on bathing suit chafing. And I was talking to my uh, mechanic friend, Brian. And he is the genius of anti-chafing technology. He could talk all day about it. I hate to bring this back up, but I wanted to recommend the Birdwell Beach Britches. I got some for Christmas on the suggestion of my mechanic, Brian, there in Wellfleet. And he is my guru and sensei in all matters. And these are the best bathing trunks I've ever had. I've had them in heavy rotation uh, so far in my swim experiences this spring and into the summer. Happy summer. And they're expensive. Uh, Birdwell Beach Britches... They have one licensed dealer, one authorized dealer in Massachusetts. Luckily, it's on Cape Cod. Whoa. It's in Orleans. It's the Pump House Surf Shop. Mm. So if you want to get some of these Birdwell Beach britches, anti-chafing. Brian told me you could come out of the ocean dripping wet, maybe no towel. I know that's a point with you. So you're all wet. You're all salty. You're in Wellfleet. He said you could walk to Provincetown and back without chafing with the Birdwell Beach britches. That's a bold statement. a lot? Yeah, they're like 70 bucks. Wow. Ooh. Is that too much for a bathing suit? Hmm. It's an investment, though. <laughs> you know? Investment in your happy nether world? <laughs> it could yes. last for years. You never know. That's right. That's what they say. And so, anyway, I got to throw in a plug for that. And the Pump House Surf Shop in Orleans is a very cool place. And these bathing suits, you kind of want to try them on because they're fitted by, like, waist size to the inch. And I'm not going to divulge. Wow, a, mecha- a mechanic who has inside info about bathing suits. This is gold. He also sprayed me down with silicone one time when I was having issues with a cheaper bathing suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> All right. So we got to move on. It's Fourth of July week. We have to, we have to really concentrate because this is a giant week of crazy stuff. There's tons of events on the Cape, tons of fireworks, and a bajillion parades, and I don't know. I think you have to pick and choose these things, try to find parking, have a strategy. I am a giant fan. I live in Wellfleet, so the Wellfleet Fourth of July parade comes right by my house every year. It's the antique car parade at 9.30. They all come by, and I'm like, Argh! they all beep their horns at me, and I love it. So you sip coffee, and then the parade starts, and I just have to put in a plug for my friend Paul Suggs, also known as the squirting clam. He's got this giant clam. And it sits on an old lawnmower. And so he doesn't start at the beginning of the parade because there's a big hill. And he's like, I'm not pushing that thing up. But he jumps into the parade over at my friend Eric Martinson's house. And he gets in there. He's pushing his lawnmower. He's got some crazy getup. And the thing's got a tank in it. And he immediately begins furiously squirting everyone on the side of the road with the squirting clam. And it's almost an honor to be squirted by the clam. Although it feels kind of weird and you really wonder about the water. Yeah. Hmm. Wow, sounds religious. I guess it's kind of like the blessing of the clams. Greg, how would you feel uh, uh, to be squirted by a clam, a questionable clam? I'd be honored. <laughs> wow. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be grossed out? Because I know sometimes liquids and things. and yeah, A little bit, but it's a clam. It's different. All right. That's, that's uh, unusual for our friend Greg, the fastidious one. All right. Fireworks. Like them? Don't like them? What do you think about fireworks? I'm into them. Kind of loud. 
kind of I, scary. I like everything that explodes. <laughs> oh, mung. <laughs> so I, I am ambivalent about fireworks, but I think they are the ultimate caviar of the 4th of July, right? That is the ultimate thing. You really want to get to a session of them. We got a bunch on the Cape starting on Sunday, July 1st. Mashpee has a session going on. They have a whole big day, a big community day. That starts at four rides, games, pony rides. Greg, you love pony rides. I love ponies. That's nice. So Mashpee has them at 9 o'clock on Sunday, July 1st. Orleans has a nice show at dusk on Sunday, July 1st. Rock Harbor Beach. And I have been to those before. A bit trafficy, but you can also watch it from different places along the shoreline if you find a spot to pull in. And Osterville also has them on Sunday, July 1st. They're private fireworks, but I guess you can see them from beyond the privacy area at the Oyster Harbors Club. Jason, Mung, what's your favorite? Uh... Oh, my favorite um, is Provincetown's fireworks. Um, I've been up there many a time. It's, it's, it's a ton of traffic and getting out of town when the fireworks are over is, is a little challenge, but, um, you know, just seeing it over the water there in, in, in Provincetown is just so magical. Yeah, I would say they are probably the most beautiful fireworks I've mm, ever seen on the Cape. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to all the towns, and so I'm not positive, but fireworks over water is where you want to be. But the P-Town trip, you got to plan that one. Oh, totally, totally. You can get stuck in traffic for like over an hour. It's almost like leaving like a super popular concert at Great Woods or something. Um, one road in, one road out. One road in, one road out. And it's pretty late at night that you're leaving too. So so plan for extra travel time. But it's really fun because tons of people, you know, uh, lining Commercial Street. You can get some of the, some great uh, homemade ice cream there. Some of the nice purveyors of delicious uh, ice cream up in Provincetown. And have a cone, watch the fireworks. Yeah. I I think really what you have to do is plan to stay after the fireworks. Yeah. So, I mean, that could turn out to be like a midnight night coming home. And uh, hopefully you're not uh, drinking and driving. No, no we don't not. need that madness. We sit here in the newsroom all the time. What do you hear? A bunch of crazy crashes and stuff? You don't need that. Take it easy. Get a designated driver. Be careful out there. Also on the 4th of July, we have fireworks in Edgartown. These are pretty much all at dusk. Edgartown, Falmouth uh, at Falmouth Heights Beach. Howitch at dusk. They're hosted by Waquasset Resort, but are visible around Pleasant Bay. And, of course, the big show here in Hyannis, which is also over the water, isn't it, in the harbor? You've probably seen that, Mung, right? Yes, yes. You can see it uh, right from Hyannis Harbor or Calmus Beach. Uh, those are popular places to check out the Hyannis Fireworks. Uh, definitely a, a ton of people, uh, but that makes it more fun sometimes. And you can get in and out of Hyannis pretty well. I mean, it's like, it's not so bad. It's not oh, like definitely. P-Town. No, there's plenty of public parking places uh, near Main Street, Hyannis, and uh, you can get out pretty quickly. Also, Wednesday, July 4th, fireworks and sandwich at 10 o'clock at Shami Pond. And that's a pretty nice place. Uh, Thursday, July 5th in Nantucket. And none of us will probably be there. No, I don't think so. We probably can't afford to go, right? I mean, we could, I guess. You want to go to Nantucket? Let's go. I would go in a heartbeat. On, on the 5th of July. We should do a broadcast from there and then expense it all. A remote. A remote broadcast. <laughs> so, so Taryn, what about fireworks in New Jersey? Is it more just like gunfire or is it actual fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Terrible. There are completely normal fireworks. With normal people you doing know, normal things, right? Yes, exactly. It's We even have them over our lake in my town. It's very, very fun. But I have been in Cape Cod for fireworks in Falmouth. Um, a few years in the parade, and it's when I was younger, though I don't really remember it that much. But now you said there was some bizarre episode involving you and some kind of Rip Van Winkle episode uh, with the Fourth of July at one point in your life. 
I once slept through the 4th of July and into the 5th of July and nobody woke me up. It was, I think, the most, like, upset. It, it was so irrational to me why my parents wouldn't wake me up for fireworks. Like, it's not something you say, oh, let's just let her sleep through. It's, I missed a holiday. Well, wait a second. So you went to bed on the 3rd of July <laughs> no, and you woke no. up on the 5th of July? No, it was like I went to take a nap on the 4th of July around... Four. Okay. I must have been so tired. I slept straight through the night. I wake up. I'm like, oh, fireworks are going to start soon. Look at my clock. It's 9 a.m. Oh. I can't believe you missed America's birthday. That's I know. I think that means I'm actually a year younger. You know? It's like oh. I really missed... It, it feels... That's actually un-American. Do you think someone, like, slipped you a Mickey? <laughs> Maybe. What is a Mickey? <laughs> Something to put you to sleep through. Some kind of sleeping stuff. That, did they ever try that on Christmas to avoid giving you presents? Oh. <laughs> well, there was this one. You know, <laughs> That's weird. Oh, boy, you're missing fire. It's not like fireworks happen every day. No, no. That's pretty much it. This one big week yeah. coming up. we got to be there. Maybe we should go to more than one. You the, could, I guess, theoretically go to three or four of them, maybe, if you moved around. Are they even special on the fourth day, though? Yeah, it's got to be on the fourth, right? To make yeah. them really, like, super cool. Yeah, and I'm all confused with, with, with the go. 4th of July being on a Wednesday. What is 4th of July weekend? Is it the weekend mm. ahead of it? Uh, is it the weekend after, after it? Or is the whole week 4th of July weekend? It's going to be crazy because people are going to be off all these days or coming on and coming off. So people will go that first weekend coming up. And they'll go hard. They'll make it to the 4th of July and they'll pass out. But all of a sudden, like in a relay race, they're passing the baton of crazy to the next session people who are going the next weekend. So I don't know. I mean, what is the week? What's going to happen? Is it going to be an extra crazy week? Yeah, I say like a 10-day party just straight through. Just go go nuts. Now, if you're like a, a Cape Cod or year-rounder, do you hunker down during a week like this? Or do you just jump into the river and say, let's go? I hide. Well, I knew that was coming up. Once Why? I go, once I go home, I just, I just, it's, it's so crazy, it's so crazy. I used to actually go to fireworks. I used to go to parades, and then something changed. It just became the too, bitterness seeped in. It became too much. The too night much. of your soul. Too loud. Fireworks are gorgeous. I mean, they really are. They really are beautiful. Oh, do you know that you can actually see the fireworks on the second floor here at the Cape Cod Times? If you if you go to the to the conference room and you look kind of out this window through the trees over there, and you can sort of see some color. That's, a, that's that's about it. So should we invite everyone up there for a keg party? <laughs> oh yeah, you're up, all invited. On the roof. <laughs> Will you sit at the back door and like sort of let people in and forget the security, Greg? So really, you'll spend a week like this, the week coming up, the big 4th of July on Wednesday, you'll just be look, looking at your tomato plants and Home. Yeah. crocheting? It'll be great. It'll be very... Oh, what happens actually is my neighbors go nuts with their fireworks. So it's like banging, banging all night long. That's so true. The private fireworks shows. That happens in Wellfleet all the time. We all run out to the front porch and we're like, yay, yay, yay. Into the next morning. And then we look at our devices go back to our Wait, but world. is it technically illegal yeah, in the state? Yeah, no? we don't want to be a buzzkill, but I don't think you're supposed to be doing no, that. No, I mean, but it happens. That's And I know oh, sometimes happens, the yeah, police the will show up, and sometimes they'll just let it go. It seems to me, from my experience, mm. every once in a while you might see a police car come by trying to chase down whoever the pyrotechnics expert is in the neighborhood. But they can be crafty. They're moving. They're light, and they're moving. Right, and they shoot them off so fast that by the time authorities get there, they're already exploded in the air. 
<laughs> and you can buy fireworks in some states. Can you? Pennsylvania. But you can't take them across the border. No, Is that the rule? Definitely, sure. definitely not. You can buy them in New Hampshire. Sure. You can, you, wait, a, wait a minute. That's against the law, isn't it? You can buy anything in New Hampshire. It's right? funny that like anything. <laughs> like marijuana is legal, but fireworks aren't. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so a thoughtful uh, pause for everyone on the show. All right. <laughs> Interesting that you brought up uh, marijuana because going back to the changes on Cape Cod, uh, since you last were here, since last 4th of July, the Cape Cod, uh, Cape Cod got its first medical marijuana dispensary facility in Mashpee. I know it, you've o- been it opened playing, early, earlier this year. You've been paying close attention to that, Mung, and you've been a. I just want to know what. A little distant. I like to have uh, <laughs> my pu- my finger on the pulse of the zeitgeist and. Your what's finger going on? on the pulse of the hookah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> well, you know, when we just heard today or the other day that uh, there's going to be a recreational one in the state, and here they come to Cape Cod. I wonder how that's going to change things. I mean, we're not news people. Far be it, but don't you think this summer is going to be slightly informed by legal marijuana? It's going to be very interesting, yeah, because the state uh, had set a deadline for July 1st to get some uh, recreational uh, marijuana licenses so businesses around the state can sell it uh, as per will of the voters. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see who gets the license. Will anybody be up and operating? Will there be any on the Cape? All of these are good questions. You can find out more if you go to capegodtimes.com slash pot for the latest stories that our our reporters have been writing about that for updates throughout the summer. You know, among your careful analysis indicates a huge appetite for THC. So we're moving on. In a... <laughs> all right, man, we got a, we got a lot to go here. We got all right. So there's tons of parades. I'm just gonna say some of the names. Barnstable West Barnstable has a parade on Wednesday, July 4th. Chatham, Wellfleet, Bourne, Centerville, Falmouth, Orleans, Sandwich, Catuit, Hyannisport, Provincetown, Osterville. I once rode in a float in the Provincetown Fourth of July parade in the back of a pickup truck. I thought it was gonna be glamorous, but it got tiring. Engaging with the people, waving, pretending that you like everybody. Ha ha. Here's some candy, you rotten kid. I was soured by the end. No, they were nice kids, but what are you going to do? I mean, it's tough being up on stage like that in a in a beautiful flow. Woods Hole has a parade. I bet that's nice. Hyannis, uh, and most of those parades are in the morning, like 10, 11. Uh, just check your town and you can figure out uh, where it's going to be. There's also the Hyannis Harbor Boat Parade at 2 p.m. I've never seen that on the 4th of July. And that's beginning at the Hyannis Marine. You ever see that among the boat parade? That could be good. I have not seen the boat parade, but it sounds just delightful. All right, we got to keep moving here. I mean, it's just too much crazy material that is just floating around this studio. <laughs> I've got a 4th of July week tip for the visitors. You better fire it off right now, man, because this is nuts. All right, speaking about nuts, that's generally uh, Cape Cod's weather pattern. Some days it can be beautiful and gorgeous. Some days it can be cloudy and blah. You just never know. So if you come down here for a week, don't get discouraged if you don't get the perfect sunny weather. Here's why. The Cape's waters have been warming up every day. All of them are swimmable. I've been in the Sound, the Bay. I haven't yet been in the uh, the big Atlantic Ocean just yet. Uh, so if there's a cloudy day, still go to the beach. You might not be able to, you know, do some sunbathing, but swim in the water because it's warm and delightful because the water doesn't know that it's cloudy out. And Mom. if it's cloudy out, also, there are fewer people on the beach, right? Whoa, yes, you guys yes, are crafty. Yes. Well, the other yes, thing you wanted to touch on, yes. Mung, was the beach fire thing. And we Ooh. we can dive into that quickly. But I will say that some of the best times I've ever had on Cape Cod are at the beach fires, especially if it's someone else's beach fire. Because <laughs> it's a lot of work to set those things up and bring the wood down. Right, and, right. You know, but uh, it's just lovely. And there are a bunch of places you can go. 
I know the Cape Cod National Seashore, which has six beautiful oceany beaches, uh, gives out permits that you have to sort of get pretty quickly. You can get them up to three days in advance. They're free. You can call the South Palm Visitor Center to find out more about that. Uh, and I know in Wellfleet, you have to go down to the beach office and get one of a certain amount. Uh, I think there's limits in a lot of towns. Some towns don't allow them. But I believe Sandy Neck Beach Park is a known beautiful uh, campfire place. Oh, yes. I would say if there's one thing you do uh, on a Cape Cod summer vacation is do a beach fire. Sandy Neck is really easy to get a quick permit. Just go talk to the folks at the Sandy Neck Gatehouse about uh, how to do that. Uh, You do have to be off the beach, I think, uh, by 11. But, you know, if you go by 7 or 8 or so, you get hours to spend there. You don't have to bring too much wood down to have a nice little fire. I think they may even sell wood uh, nearby. So if you don't have your own, you can grab that but there's nothing better than being out on a cape cod beach uh just as the night is is approaching lighting up the fire throwing some s'mores on listening to some music can i jump in here because you know i have kids and we do a lot of uh, s'mores at fires at the beach and i constantly protest and no one listens to me about burning the marshmallow I mean, why is the marshmallow turned into this, like, charcoal briquette and then stuffed into a graham cracker with chocolate and people think that's delicious? You want to toast the marshmallow. You don't want to burn the marshmallow. And I say it over and over again until they sort of push me away from the fire and they keep burning their marshmallows. Well, I will say that I think the way to go is burn the marshmallow but pull off the skin and then you just get the gooey inside and that's Mar- so some kind on. of surgical procedure some kind of dermatology exactly. on the marsh Marsh marshmallow like skin was work. my band's name in high school <laughs> oh, man that's what they called you at the doctor's office <laughs> when, so Eric when they gave you the antibiotics <laughs> so Eric you don't actually let the marshmallow like 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 Catch on fire? Exactly. Is it even safe no, to eat no. exactly. marshmallows? Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> you, you can get trichomallow from that. <laughs> oh, so you actually sit there, you stand there. I rotate? I rotate? rotate? Yes. Oh, it's yes. too much work. Oh, no, you let it just go boof. No, no. I, I'm, I'm with Eric. It's a delicate, yes, delicate it's dance. A delicate twist. And then you mm-hmm. hold it up and you kind of flip it around and get the burn, you know, the whole thing all. And also, like, you know, Taryn's skin removal scheme would lead to burns. (laughs) That stuff's hot. You're going to pull that stuff off? No, you blow it out first, and then you just... Pull it right off. It comes off very easily. we got to make a video of that because I've never okay. seen that done successfully. I've seen sticky kids and kids who are eating carbon. That's what I see at these beach fires, but that's fine. It's true. When the sun sets and the fire comes up on a Cape Cod beach, that's that centered feeling we all search for in a world where we're not centered, especially wow. you three. Mm. This has been a really deep episode. That's so, that's so beautiful. What is it? The ocean Poetic. doesn't know it's cloudy? Is that yeah. the, uh, the, that's the takeaway? The ocean doesn't know that it's cloudy outside. All right, man. I mean, we are just rolling kind of crazy late here. Do we want to touch on the best burger thing and just keep rolling? Or do, uh, what do we do? Oh, you're making me hungry. All right. How can gonna, you not have a burger chat? I'm going to have a burger tonight. I'm, I'm going to the Knack in Orleans, uh, which made our Cape Cod uh, top 10 list of burgers. And... You know, I would say that's a contender for one of the best burgers on Cape Cod. Let me just read the list to you here. Mom and Pop's Burgers in Chatham. Now, you've eaten there, Mung? Oh, I've eaten there, and they have a very special burger you can't get anywhere else on the Cape, I don't think. Folks can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a steamed burger. Oh, you're wrong. 
<laughs> it's a delicious steamed they steam bur- the burger. They, they steam it, and uh, they do have other types of burgers, but this one is a, a steamed burger. And when I had it, uh, it was just so juicy, and uh, with the melty cheese, it was it was perfect. That sounds interesting. I mean, what are the parameters you're looking for in a burger? I have some strict rules about burger to bun ratio. Mm. Uh, I don't mm. like a giant sort of softball sized burger. Where you have to unhinge your jaw like a snake to get in there and be like, and then yeah. it's you're wearing it like some horrible tie all down your shirt. I don't know. I tend to like sliders better. Little ones. What about you, Taryn? Sliders are good. Yeah. Um, I just don't like them too pink. That's my issue. That's uh, that's totally, my only. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I disagree. Yeah, they I don't have know to about be, that. No. They have to be and well done. Well Thank you. Done. Okay, they're I was gross. gonna say it. I didn't want to say it because otherwise. well done is not done well. Burger blasphemy, I say. Yeah, oh. that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't. It know should about still be mooing. Oh. oh wow! Oh man! Oh, yeah, so you'd be out in a farmer's field, like uh, standing on a stool and just. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that bloody juice. I like no, that. no. I like the, I like a he nice likes, medium he likes rare French dip on those French dip sandwiches, yes. which is basically a container of blood. Yes, yes, au jus. No, mm. how about how about medium? Can we agree on medium? Yeah, I'll go with a good medium. Yeah, I'll guess, do it. I'll do it. You want to overcook them? Then is what you're saying. But I have never ordered one at a restaurant. When I say when I say well done, everyone looks at me. It's like. <gasps> What did you say? Like, how dare you? Yeah, you should be ostracized. You know, it's terrible. So I sometimes whisper it to the waitress. I'm like, well well done. (laughs) But they tend to just, at that point, it's hockey puck city. I mean, the flavor's gone. Greg, come on. Don't give me this food safety thing. Not necessarily. I mean, if they do it right, you can get, you know, the juice, you can get the flavor. But you don't get that pulsating red meat. The telltale heart. Exactly. Mm. I don't know about that. You know, all right. So some of the other great burger places on the Cape, we've got uh, Flynn's Irish Pub. You may have been there, Mung. I don't know about that. I have. Top-notch uh, burgers. Okay. How about the Red Nun? Um, I have not in been Chatham to the Red Nun. In Chatham and yet. in Dennisport. The Sailing Cow Cafe in Dennisport. Mm. I have not been there. Kikadi's right here on Main Street in Hyannis. Yes, delicious burgers. They're, those are the huge kinds. Yeah, they definitely pack a lot into those burgers, which is great. Like a half-pound burger? Yeah, it's a great value. They have so many different varieties of things that you can get on burgers. Myself, I'm a plain burger fan, so I don't really, you know, embrace all of the highfalutin things that they put on burgers. Like, like cheese? Uh, no, I like a good you Vermont cheddar cheese. You can do crazy stuff like oh, yeah, a, crazy. A, an egg. An mm. egg on a burger? I like that. Yeah, people put eggs. They're putting avocados on burgers. Is it a runny egg uh, or is it a... Yeah. Well, uh, don't put a, a runny egg on my burger, a... man. That's oh, creepy. Yeah, yeah, I don't that's, like runny eggs. That's and they weird. have no business in a burger. It's like uncooked. Oh, so you like uncooked meat but not uncooked egg. Well, Interesting. An, egg, an egg's an embryo. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like life itself. <laughs> I mean, that's like the, the beginning of the universe or something. I mean, watch out for eggs. So what, are you kidding me? So you're saying I like scrambled life? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm flipping out. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, Jason's Tavern at Patriot Square in South Dennis. Uh, five guys at the Cape Cod Mall. It's a chain. But you know what? They're pros. They're okay, right? We, mm-hmm. And then we got Bobby Burns, a pretty uh, quality establishment. And that's three places on the Cape. Mashpee, Commons, uh, Mashpee, and Hyannis. Oh, sandwich. Something like that. <laughs> Holly's Deli in West Dennis. That's enough. We, I mean, ridiculous amount of lengthy show here. Why don't you people ever just quiet down? I'm trying to work here. All you do is keep like just talk, talk, talk. Pick a little, talk a little. 
<laughs> talk, talk, talk. Pick a lot. Talk a little more. Should What's we that just from? leave you to it? The Music Man. The Music Man, my favorite musical. Oh, that's a nice, nice musical. All right, one thing I will say. If you're looking to get away uh, this weekend, it's driving you crazy, and you want some alone time and a chance to sort of just reflect on the natural beauty of Cape Cod, take a ride to South Wellfleet and go to the Marconi Overlook, uh, which is where that guy, Guglielmo Marconi, sent that message to the king across the ocean, and everyone flipped out, and now we all have iPhones, and we're like, hey, thanks, Marconi. Take a look at the view, but then take a walk down to the Atlantic White Cedar Swamp Trail, one of the coolest places on a hot day on Cape Cod, a beautiful boardwalk that I goes through that this trail. ancient cedar forest. That's a cool trail. And it is Ooh. so nice it's and relaxing. And it's about a mile, and you get down in there and maybe forget some of the crazy of the 4th of July week that looms before us. All right, anything else? Anything else, you uh, chatterboxes? No, I'll just be thinking about how I'm going to celebrate America's birthday with some sparklers and some... Maybe some wine coolers. Don't want to go too crazy. Some giant rockets. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. McGillicuddy. <laughs> all right. This has been the Cape Cod Fun Show. You can see all our episodes at capecodtimes.com slash capecodfun. I want to thank Kevin McLeod, our music master from, from incompetech.com. Just lovely tunes to take us through the show. Thank you, Mung. Woohoo! Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Thank you, Taryn. Anytime. I'm Eric Williams. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. See ya!